0: Hey everyone, welcome to Project Esports. It's June third, and James is James is here. We got I'm we back. got James. Yeah, uh, James was able to pop in to save us. Um, Andrew left us, and obviously, whenever Andrew leaves, things just go to go to complete shit, so to speak. <laughs> I guess,
1: dude, it go, it's without fail every time Andrew like leaves us unattended. It's just like, all right, the uh, the whole thing is just going to implode. So this is what happens. Do you know the GIF
0: from uh, Community? Or like Troy walks in with the pizzas and just everything's on fire that's that's actually Andrew
1: Andrew Andrew's throwing that gift absolutely dude
0: oh my god um but yeah we have some good ones I think uh some good ones to have you on for James because uh we, we're gonna talk some call of duty and we're gonna talk some talk some Walmart I uh, we haven't actually talked about Walmart in a really long time the last time was whenever they had the deal with eSports arena that they were gonna put like small esports like events, I guess, and like some setups in Walmarts, which I don't think we ever saw after that story. We never, yeah, we never went back. We ne- that never came back up. Yeah, which was weird, because like I actually forgot about it until just the second whenever I, I said the word Walmart. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe it'll come back one day, but we have something actually in place that we'll be able to see in Walmarts. A uh, hundred these did a billion different things, obviously. Because yep. uh, they're blowing up all over the place right now in a hundred different ways nice (laughs) Nice. got him and then we're gonna we're gonna dunk on Dignitas uh, to round it out but yeah no housekeeping this week Um, no the only thing is just make sure you uh, go to YouTube search project esports popped off Uh, make sure you subscribe to us there because we're trying to push and get a hundred subs so we can actually get a real URL as opposed to like you know weird number combo Cause it'd be much better if we can just like go to youtube.com/slash/popped off instead of, all right, guys, we'll just go to YouTube and then like search popped off, but you also have to search Project Esports and because we work it's on the SEO and it's yeah. it's it's just it's a whole thing. It's just it it's just a whole big thing. Um, but yeah, so I guess let's just jump into it and we'll talk about Call of Duty. So new Call of Duty is coming out. It's called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's not going to be confusing at as at all, at all, not, not not a single bit. <laughs> uh, but the cool thing about this is that it's cross-play, which is huge, which is huge for a big game like Call of Duty, because, I mean, what games out there have really been big and cross-play?
1: Uh, None in, in recent history that I can think of that have done, like, this well. Um, stoked to have my boy Captain Price back. Very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. From like a strictly like an esports standpoint, I don't know how this is gonna work. Is this when everybody who uses a controller realizes how bad they are, or like, is this where we're at? Because like, I mean, like, like it has been proven that you like players are more effective with keyboards and mice. Um, so how does this how does this affect the esports scope? Right, I'm really interested to see, especially because they just announced it's it's being franchised, right? So, yeah, and. You know, console also has a lot of other
0: implications with it, too, because I know a lot of games put on a tiny bit of aim assist with controller. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily so it's like, you know, you're locking on the people, but so that, like, it just, it clips a little bit, and it feels just a little bit better on console. So, I mean, they're going to have to not have that because that's not something that you put in on on, on PC. So, unfortunately, it's going to probably be worse for console players, but I think better in the grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, so I think this is really going to do, this is going to be good for, like, the the health of the game itself, not so much the esports scope. I think esports, we will, I don't think we'll see, like, uh like I don't think, unless a console player is, like, kind of like a phenom, and they're, like, our or, like, I mean, I don't know, they might make two separate leagues, I have no idea, but I think for the health of Call of Duty overall, I think this is a really smart move, I really appreciate it. Um, And they're going with a familiar title Like they're not trying to make like a new thing They're just like we know it works We're gonna go on the nostalgia trip Classic WoW is blowing up Let's go back to Modern Warfare Let's go back to a simpler time Now so I
0: guess just from like A story perspective Do you know when this takes place?
1: I have dude I have no idea Because I mean Captain Price is in it right? So it has to be like Yeah Soap McTavish is back too apparently So I mean like Yeah and like spoiler
0: alert Doesn't some of them die,
1: in some of the Call of Duty. Uh, I don't think Soap does, um or McTag- or uh, I don't think Soap or Price die. I think it's like Ghost who dies, um. but he was like a traitor, anyways. I don't know. So, but apparently it's like super dark too. Like apparently there's some, it's like really like edgy. So yeah, because they
0: have the one mission that it's just it's just a child soldier. You're playing as a nine year old, right?
1: Yeah, like what a that's weird, awesome. weird angle. That's so cool. Is you think that's good?
0: Yeah, that's sick, dude. As soon as I thought of Child Soldier, I just think of the beginning of Gundam 00. That's the uh, first thing do I that think. To me. Oh, it's so Christ. good,
1: dude. Don't make me associate with that because I because I because I saw this initially and I was like, I don't really know, like one way or another. And I uh, Colin McNeil from the score uh, put out a tweet and was like, "Yo, the world's like the world's fucked up enough. We don't we don't need this in our video games too. You know what I mean?" But, like, on the other hand, yeah, condoms, yeah, Double O, you know, it's sick. Child soldiers are, like, you know, the fuel that drives that fire. But at the same time, like, the world's pretty awful already, you know? So
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, in a weird way, Call of Duty has had that kind of political commentary. Because even though it's, like, an over-the-top, like, shooter and, like, it's, like, ha oh, it's, like, fun. You know, you're blowing stuff up, you're shooting people. They do have those, like, kind of sobering moments of where it's, like, yeah, you, like, guys, like, war's, like, really messed up, and, like, you're, you're like, actually killing people and stuff.
1: Yeah, they tr- they they really do try and, like, bring it back and be like, okay, this isn't just the shooter, guys. We're trying to... I find Infinity Ward has been more effective about that than Treyarch, the two studios that, that do the game. I don't know. Apparently, there's a third one in there. I don't know. Um, But I know Infinity Ward and Treyarch have been the two that go back and forth, and I've always found Infinity Ward does a far better job of executing that.
0: Yeah, and so... I think this is definitely going to piggyback really well off of, you know, Call of Duty just being franchised. Um, So Mm -hmm. obviously Activision, Blizzard, or I guess just Activision. I don't know know how, like, you would address them. But, like, Activision, who, like, owns Call of Duty as well as Blizzard, was like, hey, this is going to be a franchise league. So it's going to be something that probably looks a lot like the Overwatch League. Because the first set of seats, I believe, they offered it to everyone who had an Overwatch League spot, correct?
1: Correct, yeah. They were the first ones who received the offer
0: yeah so we're going to see a league that's very similar and you know they're pushing cross play and obviously this is going to be on Battle.net, right
1: uh i yeah because it's actually actually i have the i have the Battle.net like opener right now and it is sitting right there yeah and under partner games yeah so
0: i mean they're just making a really big push for this definitely pushing it towards the esports scene so i don't know do you think it's gonna take off do you think it's gonna be a big flop What do, what do you think james
1: I I have high hopes. I have high hopes for this because they're going back to a to a title that a lot of people relate to, that a lot of people like that it, like reminds people of a very good time in like the Call of Duty like I don't know, timeline as far as like not only not only like story and stuff like that, but also gameplay as well. Like I mean Modern Warfare 1 and 2 are like as some of the best Call of Duties that ever existed, right? So to re- resurrect those titles, I think for the health of the game and the health of the esport that's a really good time to like really you know that's that's a good title to, to land on um i know some some of the teams in the overwatch league are having hard enough time like sustaining like you know financial gains houston laws being one of them so i i can see like some of them being on it like not not on board with it, and that kind of sucks but it opens up like new new avenues for like teams that are part of like you know the European scope who really do like like these shooters like my big one that I'm kind of defaulting to is Astralis. I know they've never really bothered with COD and stuff like that, but I definitely see them getting into that as well as uh, uh, Navi Navi, the like you know, two very like storied and old orgs, right? I can see a lot of this that all these teams jumping not jumping right on it gives those guys some room.
0: Yeah, so. I'm kind of skeptical about it, actually. Like, and yeah. I want okay. I want, I want to want this, but I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want to want this. Yeah. I like that. So it fits into a really weird sphere of game, I guess, um, because you know, I I would assume the people who like Overwatch aren't super in the Call of Duty, even though like initially you would think they're kind of similar. Uh, I would say they're probably not. You know, Overwatch definitely has that mainstream appeal. They definitely are a lot more. Um, I guess story driven and character focused Um, I know like the reason why I got really into it is because the characters because they're really cool and they're really interesting and it's fun to play like a hero type character
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and besides that I guess a lot of TF2 people Um, but you know and and a lot of Blizzard fans as well went over to that Um, but you don't really have a huge crossover with Call of Duty because it's not like COD players are like oh wow Overwatch came out I'm going to switch over to that um, and you're not really competing with CS:GO because they're very different games. Absolutely, the play yeah. style is completely different. So Call of Duty really fits in its own sphere. Um, I would say the thing it cl- most closely competes with, I guess, is weirdly enough, I think Halo.
1: I mean, what's competing with Halo? Yeah, though? yeah, Halo?
0: exactly. And I mean, you're not like Halo's not even like a you know in that <laughs> sphere because. I mean back in the day at least it was like alright we're going to be playing on console you know I, we have Xbox what are we going to be doing are we going to be playing Modern Warfare Ladders or are we going to be playing Halo Ladders this week
1: pretty and, much yeah
0: man and that they was a whole to... MLG thing right you go to MLG and you're playing like one of two games you're playing Call of Duty you're playing you know Halo. Halo so I guess in the modern you know modern era what what, what are people playing besides Call of Duty um, you know what is the, the COD audience playing now
1: cod audience is playing cod i guess i think a lot of the cod audience is playing grand theft auto right now i'm not gonna <laughs> lie uh, but like you're right like it doesn't even compete with like one of the one of the bigger um microsoft specific esports like I'm not saying the college cod is uh, microsoft specific but like as far as console is like gears of war but even that i don't even think those two markets are the same because they're very two different types of gameplay right so i don't think you're even cutting into that market either i mean I do think I do think we're gonna kind of see what we've. I think I I, I think I'm a, one of the biggest advocates for this, where you have a team that you're already a fan of, that you're already a fan of their Overwatch team, or you're already a fan of like one of their other teams, and this is just another added roster to their team, and you're gonna carry over a lot of people from that. Mm-hmm. So I think teams that are you know a fan of the Dallas Fuel or a fan of you know the the Soul Dynasty or whatever, you're gonna be like oh they have a COD team now. You know I really want to support my team. I'm gonna keep watching. You know I'm gonna support the COD team too, right?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think the crossplay thing comes a little bit too late. This would have been something of really amazing back in the day, you know. Like the oh, whole yeah. the whole big thing, like whenever we were in school, is like, do you have an Xbox or a PlayStation? I mean, like, yeah, P- 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 PS, 2 or Xbox. Yeah, I mean, that almost <laughs> decided friend groups. Is like, was your friend group an Xbox friend group or was it a PlayStation friend group? Yeah. <laughs> and this would have been way better back in the day if like you didn't have that i mean it's going to help out i guess a lot of kids now who um you know have that i guess issue that aren't going to have it anymore which is really cool but in terms of like growing as an esport i think they might have missed the prime time for crossplay. and yeah i, I get it like you know the technology might not have been there or whatever but eh, i guess we'll see um i think it's gonna be really rough because uh, Blizzard Activision is not doing so great, which I guess pivots really well to our our, our next secret topic. Because I don't have it on on the the outline for James, um, but there was huge rumors that you know oh, yes. a ton of people from Blizzard are just going to start leaving. Um, I guess the most notable being Kim Fon. Um, You know director of esports or head of esports at blizzard is it what, what was her what is her title not, i think
1: it's i think it's head i yeah. want to say it's head of esports she,
0: uh. she basically leads esports at blizzard which is a huge deal like a very big deal and she's been with with uh, blizzard for a really long time you know back in the starcraft two days when you know they were really pushing esports uh, first and foremost and this is pretty bad you know for someone that you know high up to to want to step down it's it's a big deal
1: yeah and it's kind of spelling disaster for like the company as a whole right which i mean uh, i i i always think that always is going to bleed into i think this is directly going to affect the overwatch league i do think this is going to have some sort of issue on it especially depending on who they bring in because i mean the overwatch league just got rocked by losing nate and now blizzard as a whole is losing is losing kim like so we're uh, things are in trouble,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, not only just Kim is leaving, but like a whole bunch of other staff are just leaving yeah. because you know morale's down, and unfortunately, it's probably because of Activision coming in and shaping everything up. Um, you know, we saw like some really high profile people at Blizzard leave during the merger and everything, or the acquisition, I guess. But I mean, this is just probably more ripples from that you know we're probably seeing mismanagement we're probably seeing some really poor direction from the upper levels and this is bad and yeah. it really sucks and i mean i i say this every time we talk about them having rocky situations i hope something's gonna knock it off so bad that like blizzard is just like all right i guess we have to buy ourselves back and they just become a separate entity again
1: i'm it sounds awful but i really like I, th- I really want Classic WoW to be that thing that like allows them to get themselves out of the hole with Activision. I think there's a lot of potential with that because they, that is that is hitting a nerve with a lot of people that I talk to. Um, you know, it's a lot of guys who used to raid back in the day and stuff like that. And I think that's going to cause such an influx in Blizzard and hopefully not Activision that they can just kind of buy themselves out of it. I don't know. Uh, to me, thinking along those lines, it's kind of a pipe dream because by the time by the time this, the, the, that possibility happens, are any of the core people in Blizzard, you know, going to try and separate, you know what I mean? Or are they going to be, you know, a part of Activision's grand scheme, right?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, at this point, is there any Blizzard loyalist, like, after all this I is don't... all said and done, right? I mean, everyone there, like, for the most part, is going to be new, like... very few people left like i guess jeff right jeff from the overwatch Um, team yeah um but like at that point he's he's not even into the he's in design team you know he's not really uh pushing at esports or anything at that kind of level which i'm assuming that's probably where we're seeing the most issues is probably just in the esports field in that kind of public facing field rather than just developing the game because i mean hearthstone's not doing great as an eSport right now and I'm sure every single day the Hearthstone team has to hear it from Activision who's like you know the numbers aren't doing good we need to push the numbers up for eSports because you know Activision is just trying to push eSports mega hard
1: oh yeah exactly right because they think that's what's gonna be the thing that saves them but I mean you gotta I I don't know I think there's I think there's multiple issues because you can't have a good eSport without a good design team you know what I mean the design team needs to support esports and we're seeing that issue with the overwatch league right now because goats is such a hard meta for people or a hard meta for people to watch they don't want to watch it it's uninteresting me as a, as a newcomer kind of watch it like it was very like exciting to see because you're like okay this team clearly won i now understand what's going on right but there's a ton of interest keys and stuff like that but that doesn't bring in everybody you need your hit scan artists you need the big plays you don't just need alt after alt after alt fight right you need you need the extra you need the extra bits to that and i think that's i fault of the design team so jeff from the overwatch team you need to sort yourself out dude give you got to give us a new meta yeah i mean because like what are some of the most
0: interesting things to happen in in csgo it's op plays it's people with the op. they're doing flicks you know they're doing drag scopes yep. and stuff they're doing like they're doing really interesting shots that are are really hard to hit and those are the exciting things from overwatch too you know back in season one during the finals there was some hype dps play it like it like the finals were a little bit short but it made the finals really exciting because they were some really good plays but now it's just like all right well we're gonna watch the same compositions crash into each other and we'll see we'll see who technically is the better player but you know it's not it's
1: not exciting we have, like, one meta-breaker team, and it's uh, the Chengdu Hunters. And, like, I mean, they're – they're unfortunately, their record reflects the fact that they're meta-breakers, right? Like, you can – and you, you – nobody's going to go tell the the Vancouver Titans or the San Francisco Shock to stop playing goats because they're like, no, because this wins. You know what I mean? Why bother, right? I don't know, man. It's like a bio – it's like a – like, it reminds me of StarCraft and just the bio-ball, man. You just – you have this hulking, moving mask that is not dying – and you know we just overrun something they need to do something with that and i don't know what i don't know you know we all thought be- baptiste was his name yep yeah we all thought he was gonna be the meta breaker he just added to it like I mean, <laughs> just okay. just add him to the bio ball pretty much exactly right yeah. so you know maybe maybe hero bands who knows right
0: yeah i don't know i guess we'll yeah. see um we'll probably end up talking about it a lot more once you know probably oh, the next stage is a little bit over I'm sure they'll start doing a lot more stuff then, but I guess let's move on to maybe good news um, with Walmart. Um, they're gonna start selling official LCS jerseys and merch at their um, at their stores, but like the way that they labeled it, it's like a part of their like sports jersey kind of initiative. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So you <laughs> so obviously they're not gonna be like Walmart T-shirt kind of deal, but like. I'm, I'm assuming in select Walmarts, probably, you know, ones in more populated areas or just on their website, you could buy LCS
1: jerseys. I mean, I'm into it. I mean, like, I hope it doesn't. The, my big concern about this is like, I mean, is it more exposure for the leagues? Yes. Is that good? Uh, absolutely. Does it take away from the teams? Because right now, jerseys are primarily bought by like the pop up or, like, they're bought directly from the teams at the at the studio or through their website, right? You don't, like, it's not similar to how Overwatch runs things that have, like, this global, like, you know, fanatics, which we've ranted and rambled enough about it, either on social media or through this. Um, you know, it is through each individual team. Each individual, individual team has their own clothing line, right? Including jerseys. So, because they're not, like, I mean, unlike the Overwatch League, they're not standardized, right? They have their own little flair to them. So, I hope... I'm assuming and I hope that a lot of the like like any of the proceeds or not proceeds but like you know the purchase price goes back to the team like I'm, I'm hoping that's the case I can't see how it's not but I don't know Walmart is a big name right so
0: yeah I, I hope it I hope it ends up going back to the teams and uh, so just a little bit of an update sorry it's actually online only so they're not selling it locally uh, right now and it only ships to the US so sorry James.
1: Whatever, man. I order from CLG anyways. I know <laughs> I'm getting like a two-week wait
0: list. But yeah, I mean okay. it's it's kind of convenient because it's a it's one storefront for all these jerseys, base price of sixty bucks uh US with free shipping, which I mean for a jersey that's really not that bad.
1: It's not bad. Sixty bucks free shipping. I'll yeah. take
0: that. And I mean, hopefully they're good quality, because I don't know who's producing them because Walmart, I don't think, usually produces because they're, you know, they're just a distributor. They don't actually produce the yeah. Um, all the jerseys. So I'm assuming it's probably whoever produces all the LCS jerseys anyway. So
1: mm, I know. Here, Just give me one second. We just can check my two that I have to kind of confirm.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just looking online right now. And I think it's just all the teams, which is really cool. And I, I definitely forgot how great Liquid's jersey is. I, I just love their branding so much. Pretty sure it's MetaThreads.
1: MetaThreads at least was the immortal ones. Yeah. MetaThreads? meta threads that's big that's huge yeah, dude, for but, them dude now mind you it was immortals which is now a dead team uh, <laughs> uh
0: the- yeah there's but, i mean if it there's no way it's meta threads i mean if it was probably then, not
1: anymore
0: yeah probably not anymore um but meta threads i mean they do really good stuff and they're still like i don't want to say they're small because they're not small but they're like low key kind of of where they have in the middle yeah where they do like really small partnerships um i know they partnered with uh rit uh esports and they did their jersey which is really cool because it's like a collegiate team but you know then they also did stuff with like immortals and (laughs) sold probably a billion jerseys
1: yeah exactly right i was actually really shocked when i looked looked at the tag and i was like wait a second that's that's meta threads man okay all right so uh yeah you know good for them um but i don't think it is them anymore Um, unfortunately I can't fork out money for a new CLG jersey, which I kind of want to because they are real slick. So Mm -hmm. I don't have, I don't have a recent one to kind of go off of.
0: But yeah, I think this is probably just an overall good thing. Um, especially if it's just adding, if it's just taking the existing LCS jerseys and just like slapping them in another place, people can buy them. I can definitely see this. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to agree with you because I think that's definitely it. It's just like, okay, more exposure for the LCS jerseys wicked that's you know it's never a bad thing
0: yeah i think the biggest gain for this right. is probably just going to be from parents you know their their kid is like hey i really like team liquid or whatever and then they just you can just go on the walmart website and buy one of these team liquid jerseys as opposed to going to like the TeamLiquid.com and going to their store and stuff it's less intimidating i think for people who aren't super into esports to find this and yeah. give it to people who are into esports which is a really really cool thing
1: yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think it's uh I think it's a really good way of summarizing it.
0: All right, so are you ready to talk about hundred thieves doing a whole bunch of stuff this week? Besides going zero and two in the opening week of the LCS, sure, man. Besides them actually playing games.
1: Besides them actually playing games and not doing well and looking pretty bad, yeah, sure.
0: So all right, do you want to start with the the good or the bad?
1: Um, let's go with the bad first because I like because I feel like I've already led into the bad okay well the
0: bad isn't them losing games um so apparently uh, nick Merckx uh, oh was, yes i saw this yeah was in a verbal agreement with nadeshot um at like the very beginning of 100 thieves and he was supposed to get 5% equity and then basically kind of fell through and i think nick Merckx right now is kind of salty about it because it's currently valued at 100 million dollars so five percent of a hundred million is five million dollars. Yeah, um, which I don't know. So technically, verbal agreements like that can be upheld in the court of law.
1: But they can. They're they're, 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 they're a viable contract. Um, my brief time as a paralegal, at least with Canadian law, verbal contracts were something hundred percent that can be held up. So yeah. I like it's I like I guess it's the documentation and like the recount of the events around it um that being said though nick mark since joined phase so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it's weird because you're gonna have
0: to have some pretty solid evidence for that because this is literally like a you know he said he said kind of thing unfortunately i mean if it's true that kind of does suck and i don't know i don't know what the the turnaround for this is like i don't i don't know what what they're supposed to do and also, what is legally binding in terms of a verbal contract? Was it more like, dude, you should totally join. If you're going to join, I'll give you like 5% or something like that. And then, Yeah. You know, is it something like that? Or were they actually in talks and like going, yeah, we plan to offer you this. Um, we'll talk more next week once we have papers together. And then they just never got it together. It's never
1: happened. I, I can see both. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, because I mean, is Nate Shot a dumb guy? Absolutely not. But he's also a young guy and he's very passionate. I can see the passion kind of getting in the way of finalizing documentation or just like chucking stuff out there like that before things are really like really you know before the cement dried, right yeah
0: so i don't know what's going to go on with that but they are doing uh, a lot more stuff so they just got a huge partnership with cash app which i don't know i feel like such a boomer whenever cash app comes out like whenever people talk about cash app because it's I guess it's really big. I guess it's the thing to trade, you know, to exchange money. But I don't know. I just still use Venmo. So, (laughs) I
1: dude, I use e transfers. I think I'm the bigger boomer of the two of us. Yeah. Oh my, an e transfer. Yeah, dude, that's what we. How the hell do you do that? What do you, dude? Like you like write a check? No, I don't write a check. I don't have a checkbook. I should though. That'd be sick. Um, No, you can like you go through like your bank's app you can send money through the app to other, either people with the same bank or other bank. If it's another bank, you get charged. If it's the same bank, which everybody in Canada is with fucking RBC, nobody gets charged. So uh, yeah, uh, this like whenever I get charged for like a service that's like, like, you know, whenever I buy from like a small artist or something like that, like in the States, they're like, yo, okay, go through Venmo. And I'm like, what is this shit? Why don't you guys just use e transfers?" And they're like, what?
0: No, 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 no! We do two things here. We either Venmo if we're boys, or if you're paying someone, you go through PayPal. <laughs> Jesus, it's just e- it's just so easy. I don't know. I is don't know. it though? It is. is. It? it is. I don't. Know. You need to get this bank info. You need to get the routing number and account number and do all this weird. So- no,
1: we don't do. I that need yet. I need their email or their or their phone number.
0: Yeah, no, that's too much, dude.
1: Is- much the same amount of information you yeah. need for paypal uh, that's ridiculous but,
0: but yeah anyways this is this is really a big application with you know the younger crowd i guess younger than us maybe andrew would know more about this because he's our he's our uh, resident yeah. Zoomer. <laughs> But
1: i feel like i feel like this entire conversation you be like you guys are idiots like how are you using this
0: but i mean it does fit their their brand i mean if it is if it is something that younger people use and it's something that's cool i guess you know it's hip right now it's in vogue so that's it's that's the hundred thieves brand, right? They're they're like that's what you know, they got streetwear, you know. They're on top of it. I guess it's gonna be big for them. All right, we're back uh, from our short intermission. Uh, computer's exploding. It happens. I mean, it happens. Uh, Miss Guess uh, scuff stream. <laughs> computer blows up. <laughs> must be Project Esports.
1: Has to be man. Must Has be, to be
0: Project Esports. Um, but yeah, so. We were just talking about the cash app. I think it's overall, it's a big pickup, you know? I mean, it's a pretty high-profile app app out there. I'm sure, you know, 100 Thieves is getting a ton of money from it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's 100% for 100 Thieves. You feel me? Like, oh, yeah, I know. Okay, what's, do they have any other good? Did they do anything else good? Uh, No,
0: they just lost video games because they're not yeah, they... bad at video games.
1: They're uh, yeah they're <laughs> oh my god I could I could rant for days about their their LCS team um if if let's just say if relegation was still a thing hundred thieves would not be in the LCS anymore They're uh, <laughs> yeah which is a sin because they have Aphromoo and Aphromoo has always been a like a like a fan favorite of mine uh, uh they also they're also fielding like mid lane talent that's actually from North America like Saligo is an NA mid laner which is sick. You know, because you like to see people not chew up their Im- import spots all the time, right? But, yeah. 100 Thieves, 0 and 2 opening week. At least Nate Shot's making moves. James, do
0: you want to dunk? Do you want to dunk on some companies?
1: Uh dude, this is so sad for me. This is so sad because I actually... I was like a Dignitas fanboy for the longest time. But, yeah, let's dunk. Let's yeah, go. Yeah,
0: so uh, the big news was that Dignitas, who just recently did, like, a huge brand revival, I guess would be the best way to describe it, is now partnering with Caffeine as an exclusive streaming platform um, for all their team members. So you might be saying, hey, Project Esports, what's Caffeine? Well, (laughs) we talked about it once, and Caffeine is just probably the worst live streaming service I've ever seen, probably worse than Facebook Live, probably worse than anything. It's probably better to go to Bnet and do that weird live streaming directly to facebook live than anything else um it's garbage it's terrible
1: yeah for anybody who remembers like like it was like almost a year ago we talked about caffeine and we didn't just talk about it we tore it to shreds we tore like a strip off that streaming platform because you can't even check it out without signing up with like you know mind you through facebook but yeah you can't even investigate the website without giving them your information so james do you know how much they raised in vc funding Uh, dignitas or no no caffeine i have no idea
0: 146 million dollars why who gave these idiots money so um i was actually watching a stream wonderful stream everyone should go watch it if they want to learn more about business uh esports business and i would just say probably just like life improvement in general devin nash ex uh ceo of clg amazing insight and he was going through this and just ripping apart and so basically the the way he described it is that this happens all the time in businesses of where you have people from past businesses start up new businesses and just put their credentials on it and then they just get money even if it's a bad site so as long as you have anything to back it up you just raise a ton of money do nothing and collect a paycheck which that might be this
1: dylan so you're telling me that clout is how this, how caffeine got funded?
0: Absolutely. What I'm saying is caffeine is 100% phased up right now.
1: Dude, this this cloud should be crazy, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's crazy because no one's on here. No one's on the platform. If you go on, there's nobody. And on top of that, it's not even friendly to have a lot of people on there. So, th- So the way that the stream works is you can't search by views. So you can't see who the top stream is. It's just like recommended streams. And it's really hard to search by game. And so it's just like this weird list of people. And it's just so hard to curate. And like it's it's so it's bad to get into a stream. You get into a stream and all the chats come up in like these little speech
1: bubbles below the screen. So is it is it similar to how Korea does their streaming with like a, lines across the almost except
0: it's just one line and they're big speech bubbles so like if chat's going fast you literally can't read it because it's just it's just it's just like a small it's just a small line but it's like mostly just big space and so the messages are so big that they just like would zoom across the screen if there was anyone on this platform
1: because no one's actually watching it like oh my god i feel i feel you know what i genuinely feel bad for the team I feel bad for the Tign- Dignitas players who are now going to be subjected to streaming on this platform because they have a decent Rocket League team. I'm pretty sure their female CSGO team wasn't half bad either. Um, like, now, and I think their Smite team was the other one that they had. Now, of course, they've made their big purchase with going back into the LCS. Like, they're going back into the LCS at some point um, because the 76ers bought out Clutch, um, who Tignitas Tign- is owned by. But, like i don't know how this is gonna work i don't know man it seems a little ridiculous
0: yeah i have zero faith in in this platform and it really sucks just... it really sucks because there's there's such a huge open market right now waiting to be seized in live streaming because you need to have a live stream that's actually good besides twitch like yeah. you could just do it I, I i don't know what exactly that the uh like like the value proposition is because it's really hard with with twitch because you know you have twitch prime and stuff and people are making a ton of, ton of money on there and that's where everyone's watching but there has to be like there just has to be a thing that can really grab people and put them onto a
1: different platform I hope there is because there, like people have like had tons and tons of issues with Twitch. Like, there's been so many issues with it, and like you know how they like with how they do their bans and everything like that, right? Like, I mean, it would be nice to see a really healthy alternative, but like, boys, caffeine is not it. Come on, Dignitas. Like, I mean, I like the rebranding. They made some decent moves. They're you know being picked up by the 76ers was great for them. But like, I mean, this is a bonehead move by them. Like, there's no other way of putting it. Like, why would you? Why would like? You just, you just committed Sudoku for your whole team, you know what I mean? Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. And what I think probably is happening is Tos is like, you know what? We're kind of a low tier team right now. We're not as big as we yeah. used to be. Maybe they just need to collect a paycheck from Caffeine because apparently they have the money, they have $146 million. Maybe they need to collect this paycheck and you know ride it out and put that money towards something else and just go, you know what? our streaming is going to suck now because we're on this platform. No one watches, you know, just take the L take the L there and collect a couple million dollars for the team.
1: I mean, yeah. And I mean, if the players are getting paid more because of it, that's not the worst thing either, you know, because I mean, we always want to see it. Maybe not always, but we do want to see it go back to the players and like, you know, with the big of these, like these big moves, because ultimately the players are selling the team. Right. So hopefully they're seeing some, some heavy compensation because of such a big deal. Do we know how much, the like the signing thing was for do we have any idea do we have figures on that
0: no no figures on it right now but i don't know i hate caffeine i hate i hate all of them i hate mixer i hate facebook live even youtube live kind of sucks it's just not as good um super chats are weird i don't like them
1: yeah no even though super
0: chats are just like a weird way to do donations just it's just not the same
1: no it's really not i hate to say it, but twitch has the the best platform going right now, Mm -hmm. which I I, I hate to say, but I feel like it's kind of a low bar, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like somebody can do something better. Yeah, like there has to be a better way
0: to do it. Like, I I think what the next big proposition is gonna be is, is there a platform that helps smaller streamers? Like a a platform that you could be like really small streamer and do better on? Because Twitch is really like a, a whale platform. The yeah. people that are at the re- the, the you know the very top and I would even say like kind of like towards the middle, but like the top um, 10% of streams do super, super well now, especially because of Twitch Prime. And this was a really good thing because people who were in the top 10%, sometimes they weren't able to make a living. But with Twitch Prime, people literally overnight were able to quit their jobs. That yeah. day that when Twitch did it, so many people called in were like, yeah, I'm not working anymore. Like, fuck this. I'm going to stream full time. <laughs> um, but and, and that's a really good thing. But, like, maybe there is another, you know, maybe there's another place to get, you know, the billion one viewer streams over to something else to have them flourish a little bit more. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I will, I think we'll, we'll go, I think we're going to see several more failed attempts before we see somebody hit it
0: right. Yeah. And, you know, what? maybe we won't see anything else. Maybe, maybe Twitch is the end all be all. I mean, Google's the end all be all uh, search engine right that's true People, yeah they tried to host it for years and uh it never happened i mean uh in terms of just like video vods youtube is the end all be all what are you gonna go vimeo Ugh. Ugh. you are going go vimeo <laughs> to watch videos yeah so i mean i guess it is it's very possible especially if you have that amazon money and the amazon uh tech team behind it maybe this is it
1: I mean, if it is, I don't know, are we always looking, I think, listen, Dylan, this might be a case of us just looking for greener pastures that never come, dude.
0: Yeah. Maybe we just need to accept it. Maybe we just need to take the Amazon, uh, you know, take the Amazon pill.
1: I mean, maybe, man. I do like Amazon Prime. I donate to us.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no. Speaking of which, if you have Amazon Prime, um, don't forget to, to, to prime us because it's free and takes money away from Jeff Bezos. It's always good. It helps us out. Uh, even if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you know, go to just go to Twitch. Go to popped underscore off on Twitch and and sub to us there. Uh, we have uh we have we have new emotes, so you can uh we do have new you can spam emotes. I think our first emote is uh Andrew's face. Yep, I hope it smug is. andrew yeah smug it's andrew because goddamn, that boy is smug sometimes so smug. oh my god he's gonna be so smug after our scuffed ass episode
1: <laughs> yeah this is good yeah we're we're gonna be he's gonna be the living
0: embodiment of that emote oh um, god but yeah so i the only honorable mention that i want to bring up is that super smash bros ultimate is the number one most registered evo game right now which okay. is so the interesting part about that is not that it's Super Smash Brothers, but that it's beating out um, Super Smash Four and Melee. It's or yeah, and Melee because Melee I think is a side event this year or something. But yeah, it's beating out all the other Smash Bros. It's beating out all the other games. It's number one. This is like the fighting game one everyone wants to play, and two, the one that's like really taking all the Smash players to one game.
1: Which is what we wanted, right? Like I feel like that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. I definitely think it's a good thing, and it being number one makes sense because Smash is always the thing that the most people play, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's probably because there's a little bit of a drought in other games. Now, I mean, yeah, there is other games. You know, you have you know fighters and uh, you have Street Fighter, but I don't think any of those are flourishing the way that the fighting game community really wants. Um, so we're not seeing the high level, you know, super big, spectacular street fighter tournaments anymore, which is probably playing a little bit into it, but yeah, it's fighting games, you know,
1: they want to, you know, we, we talk about this all the time, how the FGC wants to be the FGC and keep doing that. Well, I mean, unfortunately this is kind of the, 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 the aftermath of the FGC staying to be the FGC, right? So, yeah um despite the fact that I came on last minute um I do have one on want to mention because I we didn't mention it in our notes or our minutes or whatever the hell you want to call it um Rick Fox Echo fox himself is deciding to stay with the company and looking to oust the the racist shareholder the the word the word used was oust um so yeah I, I this may be our final chapter of the the Sega of Rick Fox and Echo Fox um, but in a side note, if anybody who listens to us isn't following Rick Fox on Twitter, for the love of God, do it because he's documenting his League of Legends like matches and stuff like that. Because the dude is Iron Three, he was Iron Four, he was almost Iron Four Zero LP. Like he was almost literally the bottom. He was in the bottom ninety-five percent of players, um, and now he documents like every game, every game. He I, just last night he went one eleven and two. Like, I feel so bad for the dude because he's so passionate. So I'm there all weekend at the um, the esport, like, at the arena in uh, Los Angeles for League of Legends. And the dude is still there, decked out in Fox gear, supporting the boys. Like, it's awesome.
0: It's great. Yeah, that is awesome because it's nice to see someone taking active... Uh, like interest in something that they're investing in. So not only does he believe it in in terms of dollars, but he also believes it in terms of like actually getting down there, supporting the team, supporting the games and stuff. And and that's really
1: awesome to see actually. Yeah. And like the dude isn't even backstage. He's in the crowd, which makes it that much better, I think. Mm -hmm.
0: But I'm sure we'll have probably one more update for that. um, Whenever, you know, he's finally ousted, um, you know, the racist shareholder. Uh, But we'll keep you all updated on that. Um, but other than that, I think that wraps up this, uh, a very interesting episode of project Esports podcast,
1: James, just thank the people, please for
0: this. Thank them.
1: <laughs> this, okay. This episodes like this are, is why we thank you guys because you sit here and you endure all this bullshit. God love you. Thank you for anybody who's listened. Thank you. Anybody who was watching the stream and then just like abruptly listened, like had to stop and not come back. So thank you so much. And because no, episodes like this, are just they're scuffed. But you know, we'll always
0: have like uh, the one, like a message on Twitter or something. Like always, have our boy like Robert or something to go. I oh, you know that was a pretty good episode. Like I really like when you guys <laughs> yeah. talked about funny games. Uh, but yeah, so um, like always, you can find us literally every single Monday at six thirty Eastern Standard Time over at Twitch TV slash Popped underscore Off. We we really try our hardest to put uh put in brand new live episode um, every single Monday for you guys Um, even if it's the most scuffed uh, we'll we'll still try to get it to you Um, and if the stream randomly turns off halfway through, uh, don't forget to uh, check the following day on YouTube if you go to popped off just search Project Esports Um, we'll we'll have the VOD up there Uh, this VOD will be a complete version so you're probably seeing it through there Um, or on any podcast platform that you like, Spotify, Stitcher Google Play, all those really good ones um it'll be up there and you know that's the best version because the stream goes down you still get all the audio so
1: that's true it's true man Uh,
0: but with that i'm dylan and i'm james thanks for listening or watching